Low power people, I'm Benny and welcome to Operation Overdrive by the Numbers, a morphing grid hiatus episode where I search through a maze of numbers and words seeking for hidden treasures that I share with all of you. Joining me on this quest, as always, are those amazing hosts with a combined precious totaling over 5,000. It's Jake and Josh. What? 5,000? What? 5,000? <laughs> yep. A combined, so a combined precious total. So <laughs> yes. what are our individual precious scores, yeah. Benny? I gotta know. I don't know. I don't think, it doesn't feel like an even split. <laughs> <laughs> I will leave that to the discussion in the discourse. Okay. All right. <laughs> sewing, sewing discord between us already. Uh, welcome back for By the Numbers. You. Glad you could make it after driving across the country for five days straight. Yes, it was about... 99 hours is what my dad calculated <sighs> oh god that's i feel like that's not allowed i feel like 99 hours is an illegal amount of hours to do anything <laughs> how long have you played breath of the wild for jake 250 <laughs> mind your business <laughs> we left los angeles in the afternoon and then got to his house in west virginia or we left on, on monday and then we got there on friday in like the late afternoon so okay. it was like four days across five days. But, Dang. Yeah. but I'm here now. My brain is broken. You just go straight across. You drive through the desert. Yep. Like, <laughs> dang. I would be oh, nervous to sucks. do that. We stopped to see Pando, the quaking Aspen, because I'm a tree nerd. And then we also stopped at the Fantastic Caverns in Missouri. And that was it. With like gas and food. How is Pando doing? Actually doing much better than the last time I checked in on Pando. Uh, lots of new new sprouts. That's good. I know there was like a fungus kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, or something going on. Pando, Josh, is a, it's a big tree colony. That's it, It's like all one tree. Um, but it's like a million trees because just all the roots connect together. So it's all technically one, one organ. It's like the world's largest organism, yeah. technically. Well, that's neat. I also want to say, I know right now, Benny, you are um, in the process, but the room you are in looks very nice. I like the uh, the walls and stuff. <laughs> yes, uh, I am a return Peace Corps volunteer. I have a master's degree. I I feel like doing very well in my career field, and I currently live in my parents' basement. <laughs> Well, it is a good looking. It's a nice basement. basement. It, it is. Look, I've it's seen nice. worse basement. I've lived in worse basements. I have a worse yeah. basement. So, yeah, I technically sleep upstairs, <laughs> but I work down here in the basement, and I'm moving out in like two months to go to Boston. Oh, wow! That's, I'm that's just my a, neck of the I'm woods. a sucker. I'm a sucker for brick. I think is what it like is. Like a nice brick. No. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ask you to dox yourself. But what part of are just like Boston? Just general Boston, or where you gonna? You, do you know yet? To be determined. Okay. Because once I find out, I'm just, I'm going to bring you to Somerville where I'm from. Well, not where I'm from, oh, where yeah. my mom's from. And I, <laughs> I have claim over it because of that. Yeah. Anyway. By the numbers. Do you want to kick it off? I look, yes. I feel like I was thinking today, right before we uh, started, I was like, I feel like we did this like three weeks ago because the seasons are so short. That it feels like we just did it by the numbers. It also feels like it's been 100 calendar years because time has no meaning anymore. And I don't know how we start these. <laughs> so so this is a new era of by the numbers because I actually have a general now. 
You've got henches, yeah. You got henches yes. going on. So I have a huge thank you to Mr. Danger who helped me with writing down all of the categories and such for Operation Overdrive this year. I usually do really well in the beginning of writing stuff down and then life happens and I like skip a bunch of episodes and then I pick it back up and then I realize at the end I have to hurry and get everything written down. And this year, I think there was maybe one one time when we were more than one episode behind in, in recording everything. And I don't even think that was for very long. Uh, so it's great Dang. having somebody else to be a thought partner in this as well. Nice. Shout out to Mr. Danger, who also taught me how to uh, search through YouTube transcripts. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Jumping into season ranking. Uh, I'm not going to go into detail on how I figured this stuff out, but it's the... Um, Points per episode, and then we rank them based off of how many points they got per episode. So where do you feel like Operation Overdrive should go, like, in our list? Um, We ranked it. We, we did throw We already it. ranked okay. it. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't remember where. I also I don't. I want to look. I want to get. Okay. I want to guess. Here, let me. I'll, I'll do a, I'll do a look. I think it was. All right. I have it. I have it open. There are 16 entries oh on the list. Because we, Alien Rangers is its own thing. I I know it is at least fourth from the bottom, but I think we put it kind of in the middle bottom. Yeah, it's like it's like lower middle. It's uh, do you want do you want to put a real number on, or do you want me to tell you? Out of sixteen, I'm gonna say it's probably twelve. It is tenth. Ooh, yeah. So we have it. We have it above SPD. That's that's fair. I think. Yeah. <laughs> So for the by the numbers season ranking, which of course is calculated differently from yours, yeah, it uses, is, uses the the language of math to yeah. uh, <laughs> to do it. It is number twelve. Oh. Uh so it is. Oh yeah, it's below Lost Galaxy and above Wild Force. And there's only fourteen. There's only fourteen on my list because I don't have Alien Ranger and Dino Thunder and SPD are both number nine. Okay. Latasha and I just rewatched Alien Rangers after we watched Once and Always, just so because we were like, because you're okay. like, I want to wash this down with a nice cold drink of Moxie. No, we, what we were gonna do is <laughs> we're gonna go back and watch Alien Rangers, and we're gonna see how much time stuff they talk about with, like, specifically with Aisha, yeah. like uh, what okay. point in time she went back to. They don't really say. Um, no, it's just the past. Yeah, yeah. But what I can say is. That season sucks. Eggs. <laughs> it is bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's probably it's probably the worst. <laughs> uh well on the list of what we felt in our hearts, the worst is Lost Galaxy. And then this is weird. MMPR season two is like next worst, and then Alien Rage <laughs> is above season two, which I feel like is, I, I, I'm not sure. About I think that. it's just because of the brevity of it. Yeah, I think it's because it's only ten <laughs> bad episodes instead of I think five hundred. I think season two was really, really long and not very fun to watch. Uh, so number twelve is it? Is not bad. Uh, number twelve is not bad. Uh, <laughs> two from the bottom. So uh, I know this is very um, unprofessional, but I tried so hard to get Operation Overdrive more points. <laughs> I see. That's the thing about it, Benny. When you invent the math, you can you can tweak you it. Can however fake you the want. math. Economists <laughs> do it all the time. <laughs> so at the end of the season, I went back through, and you know, I do that all the time to go back through and see if something needs changed. It was a much easier this year having Mister Danger with me the whole time because we would discuss 
a couple of episodes and like between the two of us, we decide, oh yeah, this was an, an okay episode or a good episode. Uh, so there weren't quite yeah. as many for me to go back and listen to. Uh, but what I was trying to do was find an okay episode that I could change to a good episode. Cause I think that <laughs> would have put it above lost galaxy. Um, but what happened it definitely was deserves I, that at least very, very yeah. least. <laughs> uh, but what happened was I found an okay episode that I had to change to bad. <laughs> oh, Benny, you should have left it alone. <laughs> Uh, and then I found an okay episode that I could change to good. So I ne- neutraled it out back to where it was. But I felt so uh, bad for Operation Overdrive because I do like this episode or this season more in my heart than is represented in the rankings. That's Because I feel like we were generally, I feel like there is kind of a swift downturn on episode itself quality. But I feel like, like for the most part, like we were the most positive any two people have ever been talking about Operation Overdrive. Yeah. Until until you know, Flurius rears his big stinky head, and then you know, yeah, then they sucks. they kill Miratrix and make it seem like it's good that that happened and it's her fault. <laughs> I'm gonna die mad about that about how dirty they did her. But we are gonna interrupt this section by introducing some bonus stars. I mean, bonus points. Okay, I want to see right, how y'all did because can... I feel like you did not the the Discord did not <laughs> understand the assignment for the most part. <laughs> from what I've looked at. <laughs> this is what's going to bump it up, right? Did these count toward the ranking of it? No, we're not actually changing anything, but Benny can have a separate oh, is, can have a separate uh it, like column or whatever uh, to make. All right, well, cue Bowser laugh uh, uh, here. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so, uh I have 20 of these. What I'm going to need you all to do is pick Holy moly. Uh, we're only going to do 5. <laughs> um okay. I need you to pick a number between 1 and 20. 18. 18. Let's go ahead and get all five of these. So 18, Josh. Uh, 17. 17. This is not Price is Right rules. <laughs> Jake? Uh, five. Five. Josh? 11. 11. And then fight for whatever the last one is. Oh, uh, uh, one you dollar. Ticket. One. <laughs> Number one. All right. So... Which season should get the bonus point for most collective napping? Uh, SPD. There's like... a whole episode. Oh no, Dino Thunder. Collective. There is... Isn't Danny always asleep and watching? Dan- oh, he even had like a Ebenezer Scrooge, <laughs> like like grandpa hat, like a grandpa sleeping. Oh, yeah, cap. we saw their pajamas. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Bonnie. So Wild Force. Yeah, Wild yeah. Force gets that. There is there's at least one episode of SPD where they are all in. I think it's the clip show where they're all just in their pajamas talking about the season. So Wild Force, cool. And then our next bonus point is most musical numbers. Uh, that's also unfortunately Wild <laughs> Force, think, isn't it? I think so. Because oh, Turbo's only got the one. No, no, that's Zio. Zio has two. Zio has two episodes about singing because there's the piano, the the Phantom of the Opera episode with Skull, and then there's the episode where Tanya and Tommy are babadooked into singing. So Turbo, and then Ta- Tanya's also like just singing. Works at a radio station, yeah. yeah. So and Zio, she... I think it's Zio. Yeah, not it's Turbo. Like hanging it's, out it's with Zio. your friends, like what you do when you're seventeen. Like, what you do? That's not okay, Josh. Um, actually, that's also in Zio, but that's that's actually the band Fisher. Uh, playing a song over uh, when Tommy and Kat sing at the end of the three-parter right. where he's dumped and goes to snowboard his heart, his heart a, back does together. Does a musical montage count as a musical number? Um, 
I don't know. What's, which no one rules. are you thinking? I still, I think yes. That way, Zio definitively can get. This. I think Zio, <laughs> I think Zio runs away with it with most musical numbers. Thank God, because I thought for a second we were gonna have to give any sort of uh, accolade to Sing Song, <laughs> and I don't want that. Um, maybe that's what the uh, Discord members are trying to get. Uh, our next yeah, one, good, good try, Rubes. <laughs> most wild force rangers that's the next one it is most likely to get into a multi-level marketing scheme if is this a we're a season we're ranking for this yes or a person what, this is a what season. season is most likely to get tricked into a multi-level marketing scheme what season has the most dummy god it's wild force again it might be wild force again i you know what i don't think so i don't think it's wild force because i think taylor would have her head on her yeah. shoulders and is she'd be like, Lost no, Galaxy? this, this uh, no, might listen. be Lost Galaxy. They all got tricked into going into a spaceship with no plan. So <laughs> what about what? Unf- hey, what about what about Ninja Storm? Mm. Do you think Ninja Storm might get tricked? I feel like Ninja Storm could accidentally end up selling shampoo or whatever <laughs> for, for in a multi-level marketing scheme. Oh, yeah. Waldo, for sure. Would Candles. Get into that. Uh, let's see. So, I don't Ninja think... Storm or Lost Galaxy? Yeah, because I'm trying to think of uh, like Mystic Force, and I don't think Vita's falling for it. No, I don't. I also don't think Madison's falling for it, but or only Madison, it, yeah. because she's like, a, or like Madison act... is gonna be good at it. <laughs> oh, Ma- oh, Matt. Well, see, I think textually, Madison, like they didn't want Madison to be good at anything, so that would be a spotlight episode for Madison, and she wouldn't get that. So. <laughs> I think I'm putting my bet down on on Ninja Storm just because they're all like nebulously in high school and like it's 2003 and they're all dummies. I feel like they would be yeah. tricked relatively easily. I agree. Unfortunately, because I love the I you know I love Ninja Storm, but I feel like but they I are feel like, like any they're dumb dumbs. They're kind of <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Is this negative points? I didn't even think about that. No, it's a it's still a bonus star just because it's bad it's doesn't mean it's not star. a bonus okay. star. Yeah, I yeah, feel like nobody win, has. You can... You can win Mario Party by doing the worst if you get enough bonus. If you do, if you if you do the worst enough, because like you moved the least and you hit the most bad squares, that's two bonus stars sometimes, and that's you know Mario Party, baby. (laughs) (laughs) All right, our next one is. I feel like this will be simple. Most banging theme song, Ninja Storm. What was it? Most banging theme song. There is no G. Well, there's one G. There's no two Gs. <laughs> Bang it, like Morphin. Yeah. Bang it. Yeah, like Morphin. Which, according to David Yost, is the right way to say it when we met him. So, I mean, I like it's Ninja Storm. I think it's Ninja Storm. I think this might be contentious amongst us, but I also, I've, uh, I've listened to... Over Mighty Morphin, really? Ninja Storm? banging though would you say mighty morphin is banging well okay maybe hmm. i feel like we gotta we gotta let the adjective do some work you know (laughs) look at the adjective look at the adjective play (laughs) (laughs) that was that was a joke for josh and maybe rep rep might have also gotten that but i don't think a lot of other people did Ninja to Storm. remember any other ones i like dino thunders but that seems to be either hits or misses with people I think I think I like it more now that it's it's entered uh, nostalgia territory. But during when we were listening to it, I was like, "This is okay. This is fine." <laughs> I did listen to the Jungle Fury theme song the other day. We are in for a treat. I know you skipped the theme songs now, but I'm so I'm in for a treat for uh for thirty two episodes. 
I think I tend to agree with you. I'm trying to go through them all in my head, and I think one that's going to make it onto a playlist is Ninja Storm. Yeah. Like, that's one that I would listen to as a song. The other ones are like, this is a good opening for Power Rangers. This, yeah. So I agree. All right. We'll go with Ninja Storm. Two on the board for Ninja Storm. This is making up for this terrible ending. Our last one <laughs> is the mini game star. <laughs> Who did the most mini games? Uh, season one. Every episode was its own mini game. Oh, that's kind of true. <laughs> Every episode, they were either going to a park to save a statue or cleaning up a nuclear waste yard. There's just <laughs> one square meter of nuclear waste in a dump, dump yard. <laughs> or do a cleanup club or going to the juice bar store. They always had something going on. That's got to be Mighty Morphin 1. Makes sense to me. <laughs> okay. Under this weird fake system brought to you by Jake Mason. This is why you can't beat us. This is this right here. <laughs> uh, Ninja Storm is our new number one. Hell yeah. <laughs> Mighty Morphin Season 1 jumps up to number three. Then Zeo is now number five, and Wild Force is 14. <laughs> All right. Great job, is Wild that, Force. Does that make sense? I don't think that makes sense. Okay, whatever. Well, I mean, that's I'll, not a, that's just I'll in the bonus, it. that's just in the bonus star rankings, does it? <laughs> yeah, and I have my numbers wrong. Oh, well, I'll fix it next season. <laughs> oh, I know what it is. It's got. Mind, no one no, will know ever know but anyway, you. That's what it so, is. No, literally, no, 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 just you and Mr. Danger. Oh. All right, now that we got the now, thank you for uh, uh, running with a literal dream that I had about this podcast. <laughs> I want to take a quick second to thank King of Doma, Reina, Daoud, Brendan, Yoshi Stack, Mr. Danger, Alec, and Gleaming Grimoire for providing me with content for this. Some people, I look, I look through the thread a little bit. Some people have never played Mario Party, and it shows. <laughs> And just kind of transformed into the Morphies. A lot of people were just doing Morphies, and that's look. You don't give the categories; you give the you give the result. <laughs> you just give the... Anyway, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Uh, very briefly, is it worse than Sing Song? No, I don't even know what the la the lo least episode was. It's not worse than Sing Song. Worst episode on the list, I believe, is Once the one where is um <laughs> no that's i feel like that's like medium because it's like hey look tori and kira are standing next to each other and that's like yeah. a nice <laughs> trick you can do to me at least um i was when i was getting pictures for it i was like this isn't so bad then i'm like oh is it not so bad or is tori just smiling right now i think i think the answer is pretty clear uh, i think the worst episode on the thing is the uh the two fallen foes the one where they kill miratrix uh well oh, they yeah. put they 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 put her in a thing, and uh, and then they're like, "She deserved this. This is this is her fault." Actually, I don't think that's worse than Sing Song. I do think it sucks the moon out of the sky. Uh, it's Hey Jake and Josh. Title is bare minimums not met. Yeah, <laughs> they what set it up deserves. so many things that they could have. So many easy outs in that episode that they're just like. No, we really want to punish this woman for being abused, actually. We would love to do that. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Cool job, Operation Overdrive. I defended you. And this, this is how you do me. <laughs> uh yeah. Do we do we want to move on to categories? Yeah, let's move on to just to, to categories. Uh so in order to I've never played categories. I don't know how I don't know what the rules are. 
it's fun. I remember that much. Uh, anyways, categories. We have them, and the way to talk about them is to transform oh, the season's categories into uh, a Ranger High student. Oh, yes. So I recently implemented only mentioning the last four Rangers, just to refresh on who's in the classroom. Okay. Because uh, we got a lot of them now. Sure. Uh, but we have Nin- Ninja Storm, who's the goober with a heart of gold. Dino Thunder is our kind but terrible tutor. SPD is the wise hall monitor, and Mystic Force is our rumor-mongering handywoman. <laughs> yeah, just like regular high school, I think. Yeah, I think I went to school with all these kids. This, this sounds exactly like my high school that I went to. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, making this even more of an anime <laughs> high school, sliding in uh, behind everybody is Operation Overdrive. Uh, they use they, them, he, him, and she, her pronouns and are a wannabe vigilante. <laughs> Just like high school. <laughs> they are secretive, rich, and always looking for ways to help people without anyone finding out. They think that they're really cool, but they're absolutely a theater nerd with neat ga- gadgets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. They're the one that sends in the like the back covers of comic books to get X-ray glasses or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they they basically think that they are Batman and they are here to uh, save everybody uh, without anyone ever knowing because they can never get close to anyone. <laughs> it's for their own safety, you see. Yes, uh, they're. Track record for success is kind of spotty at best. Um, they've definitely <laughs> taken down a couple of bullies and like brought justice uh, against those who deserve it. Uh, but they've also been owned by middle schoolers. So next <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> look, middle schoolers are mean, so I get it. <laughs> Their vigilante identity is the Sentinel. Okay, that's a, okay, uh, and. <laughs> And I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm thinking more about relationships between these characters. Uh, so uh, <laughs> Ninja Storm actually knows exactly what's going on, but they're too polite to, to say anything unless they think Operation Overdrive is going to get hurt. Okay. And then they are actively trying to hide their identity from SBD because it's a hall monitor that's going to get them in trouble and they <laughs> mystic force can never find out because if she knows, then everybody's going to know. Everyone will know, problem. yeah. Uh, oh, and then um, Mr. Danger actually wrote something about it before I had created the high school student, but it actually works perfectly. Uh, so he okay. said... Operation Overdrive is a good-hearted and well is good-hearted and well-intentioned, but isn't great about planning ahead. They kind of take an idea and run with it without giving it enough thought. Uh, yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're gonna need to like write a list of all of them that we can like pin in the Discord, just so uh everyone can see the breads and again i do want to remind everyone that the triplets the more the mighty morphin triplets have not shown up yet they are going to be late to class because we didn't rank anything in that <laughs> we didn't start doing any sort of number situations until zia so if somebody does want to see the list all collected together uh it is in uh morphin grid by the numbers database which is um pinned to the thread in the discord or you can always ask me for the link uh, but in the categories tab, I do have a column that is Ranger High, and so it just has like the the brief description of what the character is. Oh, do you? 
I don't see cat. Oh, is it is? Did you name categories for your cats this time? <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. So, <laughs> I will continue to rename. <laughs> I will continue to rename the categories tab until it stops being funny to me. So oh. this time it's called Fear Cats. It just the, the, says Triplet is out today for the Triplet's out today. Orphan ones. <laughs> oh, I just man, Turbo, your number is so low, buddy. Your number is so low. <laughs> yeah, I also have the season score uh, beside of it. Low, yeah. and they're colored like oh. the the number the the colors of the cell will change as I add more numbers. It it it, it just is like it's like a dying leaf, and the. the <laughs> <laughs> the worse the score, the deader the leaf is. Yeah. All right. Well, now that we got now that we got this kid here, what what next? Yes, let's go into the actual categories for the real season and how they inspired me to create this um, fake vigilante. Sure. Uh, so for the ranger quality, uh, that was actually very high this season. For best, it was twenty one uh, total, which was forty eight forty six percent of all of the best this season and that is the highest within the season as usual and it was the highest percentage of any season uh with time force being second at 45 percent of all the best i mean look i like i like these rangers a lot these rangers are good i think the season kind of let them down but i think the rangers (laughs) are good i think that's the thing is that like where the rest of the season isn't so great it's easier to give rangers bests more that's true, yeah. I mean, and then, but then if you look, if you look at the uh, what's the other next to highest is Time Force, yeah, right, yeah, um, and that and that's like just also a good season, but the characters are so good that it just <laughs> rises to the top again. And then on the worst side, it was actually very low. It was only eight uh, Ranger worse and eighteen percent of total, which is almost the lowest of any season. It's just behind uh, Ninja Storm. Uh, but then 18% is also decently low. Yeah. Uh, and then for MVPs, it was 27 MVPs, which is 64%, uh, which is high. Not the highest, but high. Yeah. So overall, uh, Operation Overdrive has such a noble spirit. It is, yeah. Bunch of good kids, <laughs> asterisk. Will is doing his best with what they give him, which is nothing. Will, Will's not bad. Will's not bad. The problem with Will, and because I was I was talking uh, with Shannon about this the other day, the problem is Will is that they're like he's a cool black guy, and that's literally it. That's all they gave him. And I think the actor uh, is not the same kind of cool guy that they wanted Will to be. And so it just ends up being mm. smug, and that's not fun. And it's it's like you need, you need one more character trait, please. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah, definitely get yeah talking. There's a couple of rangers who they have stuff that starts to be interesting and then never take it anywhere. Yeah. That's what it is. And then there's Tizon, who they're like, this starts off really strong, and he will never be the same character twice again. (laughs) (laughs) Every episode is a different Tizon. He's a different Tizon. They used to call him Tizon, but this one's a different Tizon. (laughs) What a dumb line. Why why do they do that to me? Why do they put that line in the episode? (laughs) I'm going to remember that when I've forgotten the faces of my family. Like, I will still remember. <laughs> I'll be on my deathbed, Man. and I'll be like, why did he say his name was Ty- it used to be Tizon and it's still Tizon? <laughs> and they'll be like, you sh- we're going to unplug you now, okay? <laughs> Good night. 
See, I was thinking about Jake in the nursing home and like to help stimulate his mind, they play episodes of the Morphin Grid Forum and it like makes him happy and you're like oh, children I would, are crying because you're up. like reacting to it. I would bust up listening to the Morphin Grid. Um uh, I I think I laugh. I hope I hope somebody else thinks that this show is as funny as I do, because if not, then that is uh kind of probably a problem. Okay. Um on the opposite end from Rangers are villains, which was very low this season. Uh, oh, yeah. For best, there were only two, uh, which was four percent, and ties with SBD uh, in the lowest best of this season. Yeah, I, I buy it. Yeah, uh, the villains kind of suck. <laughs> yeah, pretty terrible. <laughs> Mystic Force. Mystic Force only had one. Well, I mean, look, who would we give it to? Right. I, like, thought, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm not I'm giving just, it to I'm, like, I'm just reading the numbers, man. I, <laughs> I like, I think, I think I could probably guess what the one for Mystic Force was. And it was probably Jindrax and Toxica being friends because that's the only thing I can remember about them that season. That wasn't Mystic Force. Mystic Force? What, oh, I'm, that was, that was Wild Force. Too many forces. Force. Throw forces out the, uh, too, too many, many forces. forces. <laughs> now we're going to get too many furies. Oh, God. I miss when they were just one word that didn't, that was not like, bring, give me another Zeo. Give me yeah. like Power Rangers planch. Yeah. Like it doesn't mean anything, <laughs> but it doesn't need to. Planch. Planch. It's a nonsense <laughs> word, but you know exactly what season you're talking about. <laughs> oh, it's planch. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of worse, uh, the ranger or the villain worse were ten this season, twenty three percent, which ties uh, with story worst for this season, and it's just middle of the road compared to the other seasons. For MVPs, it was three, uh, which is uh, pretty low for villain MVPs, uh, but again ties for SPD for absolute number of lows uh, and is above light speeds four percent of all of the MVPs. Um, yeah, I mean, look. I, I can't remember us giving an MV. I mean, it might maybe it Miratrix. Was Miratrix. If I had to get, <laughs> I do remember at the very least giving the Fear Cats one because they like stole stuff from people and called them losers, and that was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it in yeah. the individual rankings. But I said uh, for villain quality overall, uh, Operation o- Overdrive occasionally has stray bad thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> And then for support, this is another one that was kind of low compared to other seasons. For best, there were only three, uh, which is the abs- the lowest absolute of any season and the second lowest percentage at 7% uh, for best. Then for worse, it was 11 worse that you gave out to support, which is 25% of all of the worse, uh, which is the highest of the season, which is very different. It's normally story. Yeah. So I said overall for support quality. Oh, I didn't put MVPs. Oh, well. Uh, overall, <laughs> Operation Overdrive will ghost people. Yeah. <laughs> also, just looking at the support on the bests compared to um, Mystic Force, boy, you can really tell how many secondary characters one season had versus the other. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. there's, uh, I think, it's two in this one, technically. Maybe three if you count Norg. <laughs> uh, which... Uh, which I did. This was a long discussion between Mr. Danger and myself. Like the first time he was in a category, it was like, I don't remember if he's a villain or a support character. So we're going to wait. Uh, and then by the end of it, he was a support character. He never actually did anything malicious to the Rangers. No, 
and probably ended up doing more good than bad. So support character overall. Yeah. Uh, talking about battle and interaction categories together. These were both pretty average. Both of them had five, uh, which was 11% of the whole season, uh, which is very average in the middle within the seasons within its own season. Uh, there was only one battle worst, which is very normal. Uh, and so I said, overall, Operation Overdrive should probably not start a fight, but it would be, or they would be a welcome ally in a food fight. Okay. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we can trust them to throw pies. Yeah. With hand, us. The, hand them the pudding. Yeah. Give them the big bowl of pudding <laughs> to dump on somebody. They apparently have some stealth skills so they can, you know, go behind enemy lines, throw some spaghetti. It's fine. Right. Well, Rose can turn invisible twice. <laughs> so. Maybe even three times. I don't know. <laughs> Why are they doing the superpowers? <laughs> hey, Benny, you can just just for us. Can, you've seen Jungle Fury. Do they do they give them stupid outside of like? Because I know they're like tra like ninja training or whatever. They're not ninjas. They're like kung fu guys training. But do they also like? Is like oh, we gave the the blue guy also has laser vision. <laughs> like, do they do that? Um, no, they do. You don't seem confident about this. <laughs> they, it's not, it's not the same. It is definitely not the same as the other seasons, but they do, they do extraordinary things outside of being a ranger because of their martial arts training. Okay. But it's like, it's a like closer to like mystic force where like they have to do spells and not like I made your DNA so you can go fast. <laughs> yes. It's more like a uh, ninja storm or, um, mystic force than spd or uh, operation overdrive okay because I, I like i can deal with that um <laughs> but when you're like i gave you the power of invisibility and then you never use it which by the way invisibility easiest thing to film you just have them not be there it's so easy <laughs> so like it takes no money yeah it's it, this season's very different as far as out of suit okay. uh, powers all right um, All right. I can't wait but for this... those to go away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this does go into production, uh, which again was another very average thing. There were three bests uh, and four worse, which was just very average. So I said um, yeah. that they are competent with their hands. <laughs> cool. <laughs> the categories this time didn't really tell much of his like super interesting story other than the fact that like <laughs> the rangers were very high the villains and support was very low everything else was mostly like average um yeah i guess the ones in art class working with sculpey <laughs> yeah. right uh for story quality there were seven bests and ten worse which the ten worse uh is actually super low for a season to only get 10 story worse, which also feels weird when I stop and think about Operation Overdrive. Yeah. yeah. Who else was there being worse to... <laughs> oh, Andrew. Andrew took a lot of the heat on that one, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 10, 10 is super low, and then 23% isn't the lowest, but it is extremely low. Um, okay. So I said, overall, uh, this student is a solid, gets solid B's and passes all of their assignments. It's better than I did. Yeah, I barely made it out of high school. My senior year was rough. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. I, did, I did really good in school up until middle school where I was just like, oh, this all sucks now. <laughs> well, then you also like moved. 
I moved like, after my freshman year of high school. Yeah, so like that's that's right. I just didn't like doing homework. Um, I, so I same. So I didn't really. And then I there was like 119 kids in my class in my graduating class, and I feel like I was like 90th. But I also do feel like I am smarter than quite a few of the ones that were mathematically <laughs> above me. Um, I also didn't know I had dyscalculia, so my math scores were Ooh. all dug. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, I didn't get my first uh, end of semester B until I was in grad school. So. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> I got C's in college also. So. <laughs> I did. I did. I didn't get. Uh, I had like a 3.8 in, in college, but it was a film school. So. <laughs> I think I was like third highest in my math class too, which is wild. Um, thinking about it, but also I know all the other kids that I went there with. They graded on a curve. Uh, my friend Andy was number one. Uh, he had 108 points because that's the way the curve worked out. Because everybody was really bad at math. <laughs> Actually, our class was so bad that they changed the math curriculum the next month. Um, because because too many people failed it. They were like, maybe this isn't. We shouldn't have a bunch of people who just want to make movies do algebra this late at night. Our final categories, which I'm looking for, or which I enjoyed, uh, was Beth Allen got an MVP uh, for an actor category, uh, and then we had two objects. Uh, I love when objects get MVPs. two objects this season. <laughs> it's got Morpher's got to be one of them. No, actually. Uh, they were all in the same episode. It was the potted plant and then all of the lucky objects. <laughs> that episode did not have a lot going on, I bet. <laughs> the weird luck Wait, that episode. Was for MV- that was for MVP? That was, you gave the for MVP object. to the lucky objects. Yeah, I can see I can see the morpher getting best, but not MVP. Oh, that's that's true. Uh, yeah, that, where it didn't, yeah. You know, it didn't do the work that the potted plant did. That the potted plant or the big hat. Or the tear, torn up shark shirt. Or the smelly socks. Or the stinky, stinky socks. So we'll discuss something before we get to the Ranger rankings, but I want everybody to keep in mind that the potted plant has four points. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like the bar to overcome this season. Are you better than a potted plant? Oh, this show is so stupid. So I have another new thing to talk about when you all are ready. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, this is the long-awaited psychoanalysis of Jake versus Josh. Oh, Ooh, cool. Yeah. All Put right, me- here we go. Yeah. Put me on the couch. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I did realize two days ago that I'd actually uh, messed something up with the MVP column, so I can't actually talk about them yet, but I can talk about how many times uh, Jake and Josh, or both of them together, gave uh, a, a a best or worst in the categories and, and breaking that down. And I'm super excited about it. Uh, big thanks to Mr. Danger and Anne for helping me to put everything correct in the database so I could pull the information. And then I screwed it up by not remembering that I'd done it wrong for several <laughs> seasons and we have to fix it still. Look, that's fine. Also, it's I think it is a little bit cheating that you do get two librarians to help you with the information services. <laughs> I feel like that is a little bit uh, dirty pool, but that's fine. You need all the help you can get to wrangle up these thoughts. I, I understand. Important life lesson, make friends with librarians. Oh, yeah, easily. Good. It's a good call all around. So I was a little worried when I was going to do this that it was just going to be very boring, like nothing to it. Uh, and that ended up not being the case. There's actually something interesting to look at. 
Uh, okay. the, the way I'm going to talk about this is, is this actually under J similar. versus J. This is under J. I uh, just JVJ. Yes, <laughs> JVJ. Uh, so fight. You're going down. Don't pay any attention to the MVP categories because they are just wrong. Okay. But the the way I figured out, so we can talk about the the absolute value of how many times you gave a best or worst in this category, and then the percentage of it overall. And the the way I created the categories was a weak bias or a strong bias, and then no bias at all. So the weak bias was if it is the most, but still less than 40% of the total number of bests or worsts. I feel like this math is about to tell on me so bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and for a couple of these, if there are less than 40 instances, if you only ever gave an interaction, you only gave an interaction worst four times. I can't, I can't give that a strong bias. So that is right. also considered a weak bias. Okay. So a strong bias is if it's over 40% uh, and also more than 40 instances of you talking, you know, talking about that category. Gotcha. So we've got Jake biases, Josh biases, and then both bias. Okay. Uh, for the, so for the week, for week for both of you, uh, you tended to agree with support best, support worst, and interaction worst. Okay. So if you're going to give a support best, most of the time you, you, 37% of the time you guys agreed that, yeah, this support character was the best or this okay. support character okay. did the thing that was the best. Okay, I see where this is going. Same for worse. So when it came to support characters, you tended to agree more often, uh, which, again, it was 37% for best, 39% for worse. So that's not, like, overwhelming, but it is a slight bias. Right. Uh, and then, as I said, interaction worse was only four so two times you guys agreed, and then one time each you had uh, an interaction worst. Okay. So for Jake's weak biases, we have villain best, interaction best, and story worst. Okay. What does that mean? What do you What do you think that means? <laughs> um, I think it probably means that you like bad girls. I don't know. <laughs> Where but that Josh that. also does like bad girls too, so it wasn't a strong bias. I look, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I like bad because that's my problem. <laughs> I don't know uh what this is. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say Jake's weak bias, what does that mean? That means I'm not gonna worst a a bad uh girl for doing her thing because okay. I'm supportive. <laughs> So it means so far, 39% of the time, Josh, or Jake was the one who gave a, story, a best to a villain. Okay, I so, see. So it's more likely in the future that he will pick a villain to be the best, and you'll find something else. Like, you won't agree with him, you'll go find something else. And then the same thing with interaction best and then story worst. So if there's something wrong with the, uh, okay, the story, I see, I see. he'll pick that out and then maybe you'll find something else. But it's only like okay. 39% of the time for villain and story and the 35%, which is, you know, lower uh, for interaction best. So it's a very weak bias that we're seeing and it could easily change, you know, next season. It could be radically different. Depends on how bad 
how bad they are, <laughs> I guess. Uh, then Josh's one weak bias was for Battle Worse. And this was actually pretty, or no, there were only nine Battle Worse that had been given out. And you gave five of them, which was 56%, which is really high, but there's only nine instances. So it's really hard to, right. to call that a trend. Okay, yeah. So okay, so the thing that was tripping me up for a second that I think I just wrapped my brain around is weak bias is still a bias. Weak does yes. not mean like lesser. It just means I have a a, a more slight bias versus a strong so, bias. So, so it's, this, it's still okay. Okay. I, so I this is I'm looking at it right. I have out of the nine, I've given five. Jake gave two, and we both gave two to a battle wars. Right. So technically, I gave I gave battles a worse seven times, and Jake. So if somebody's gonna give battles a worse. It's more likely more to likely be Josh. To be I'm like... more likely to be disappointed when a battle's not good. Right. right. Okay. And so because like it's to, such I like, a, I like the fights. Yeah, <laughs> you like the we'll, fights. <laughs> we'll get to it because um, now we've got our strong biases. So this is over forty percent of the time. Uh, you guys went with this as your best or your worst. So there's a much stronger lean. I do want to point out is there's, there seems to be, there seems to be two levels of strong bias here. There, there is strong and strong. strong. I think oh, yeah. Josh has both the strong. Well, one of those is an MVP and it's completely incorrect. And it's the reason I knew things were wrong. <laughs> so I'm just it. Don't pay attention to that. Gotcha. One. Okay. Um, Oh, and I realize. All right. Put, okay, story best is also supposed to be a weak bias for both of you. I don't know why I have it in the wrong area, but story best was also thirty nine percent. So, okay, so for strong biases for both of you, you will tend to agree on ranger worst, villain worst, and then production worst. Uh, but production worst is interesting. But like Ranger worst and villain worst, you tend to agree with that uh, over 40% of the time. Okay. I want to talk about production worst because 43% of the time you guys agreed on what the production worst was. Then Jake picked the production worst on his own 41% of the time, which is still a strong bias. And Josh <laughs> on his own was only 16% of the production worst. So in reality, that is a like strong Jake bias towards giving out production worse, but Josh will still agree with him the majority of or a high percentage of the time. Yeah. So is that us agreeing or is that me tricking Josh? Do you think? I I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's probably the latter. You're look, you're the one who's done more production stuff than me. So you just got to you got a better eye for it. It's, it's just it's just latent film school that's still trickling yeah. out of me. I'm still recovering from it. <laughs> I took broadcasting for two years in uh, community college, but that's like live stuff. It was which is like a lot of a like, whole, a whole it, different. It was beast. more like uh, public access kind of level film right. stuff. Uh, but now we have. It was neat. Um, I I switched in the halfway through my last semester. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been decisive about a single thing. <laughs> yeah, <it happens>. <laughs> <laughs> Except for fight worsts, apparently. Fight best, too, if we're looking at this uh, list, right? So, we've got our strong biases. Uh, so, Jake's strong bias is production bests, which goes exactly with the conversation we were just having. 48% of the time, 
okay. Jake was the one to pick the production best on his own, uh, which is pretty high. There's a clear, strong like preference for you to pick it. But then the thing I was excited about uh, was Josh's bias was Battle Bests, which is the whole reason I started this. <laughs> that yeah, that's I, a good one. I noticed <laughs> that. So this is the. This is the one that is a high number that actually gets over 50%. So there were 79 battle bests, and 52% of the time, Josh was the one to give a battle best by himself. This was enough of a trend that me just entering the data, not really thinking about it, spotted this trend, which then caused me to want to go back and calculate all this Ah. stuff. So it was really gratifying to see that this was actually <laughs> true. And that's the reason I have strong all in uh, capital letters uh, beside this bias. Nice. Uh, I'm glad I'm glad you're it must be really nice when a when a hypothesis is just fully right in front of you. <laughs> yeah, it was very cool. And then I, I probably um, would have guessed about um, production best being like a Jake bias. Like, yeah, like I believe it. The surprise, which I think is absolutely beautiful. It's so amazing that the math worked out this way. Our final category that we haven't talked about is Ranger Best. And it has no bias. Perfectly no bias. (laughs) There are 224 Ranger Bests. 33% of the time it was Jake by himself. 33% of the time it was Josh by himself. And 33% of the time it was both of you together. Uh, both got 74 versus you two getting 75. So it's slightly leaned towards you two being separate, but that is a, a, about as perfect as we can get. I feel like at that point. Yeah. Hey, Benny, what do you think the odds of that is? <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> like one in a million, probably. Even that seems ridiculous. That? There, there is know. probably a way to do it, but my very tired brain cannot wrap around it right now. But it's just, it was so beautiful. <laughs> That the Rangers were perfectly balanced. That just blows my mind. Just as uh, this podcast is perfectly balanced. Yeah. In every way. Like a masterfully <laughs> crafted katana. The, the blade yeah. is balanced. <laughs> it's perfectly balanced. Folded a thousand <laughs> times. Satori Hanzo, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, so going forward, so next season, hopefully I'll be able to talk about your biases for the MVP categories. Uh, and then after that, I'll only bring it up if there's like a shift. So if one of those, you know, weak biases suddenly becomes a strong bias okay. or one of you completely flips out one season and completely takes over a category. So it'll be hopefully a briefer segment uh, as we progress. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start doing it on purpose to destroy <laughs> the by the numbers. I'm fighting back from inside. The now house. that I know about this, <laughs> I'm never going to agree with Jake again. Not ever again. No, um, I'm fine with that. Look, <laughs> the odds of us remembering that in I'm going to say three weeks is basically zero. <laughs> so. I'm also also perfectly willing to call Josh's bluff because of the number of times you've asked him what the best or worst was, and there's just this long pause, and then he eventually just agrees with whatever you say. What's wild is like <laughs> we watched the episode and then immediately record it, basically. We talk yeah. about it for an hour plus, and then when you ask me something that happened in it, I go, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one. <laughs> no, I believe that. 100%. I'd like I'd like to think 
Like, I want to be better about that and at least take notes about what I really liked, didn't like uh, after I watch it. But I know I'm not going to do that. (laughs) I don't do any notes of like best and worst stuff. I like I just write down what happens in the most scattered, probably incomprehensible bullet points uh, that anyone else could could read. Uh, And I also at the end, I'm like, hmm. I also probably should have wrote down if I thought something was the best or not. Because there's been a ton of times where in the episode, I'm like, this kicks ass. This is the best thing. And then by the end, I'm like, ah, I think it's. And I say a different thing entirely. And editing that, I'm like, you dumb dumb. 15 minutes ago, you talked about the thing you like the most. No, I, yeah, I don't I'd know. fully believe you guys. That sounds hard. <laughs> Little Idiots is not just an email. It's not a joke. It's uh, is real life. We're not talking about the game. We're talking about practice, man. <laughs> oh man, I want that on a T-shirt. <laughs> the logo and the little it's, little idiots is not just in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, what what next? What do we got after this? I've got Ranger rankings. Yay! All right, is that it? Just under Operation Overdrive. Yeah, that's under Operation Overdrive. Operation Overdrive. I, w- I legitimately don't know the cadence of it in the regular song. And I listened to it 32 <laughs> times in a row <laughs> this year, and I can't remember how they say the title in the theme song. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm looking at. Uh, so this time <laughs> we have 11 Rangers uh, that we're going to be talking about and some villains and support characters with how many points they got based off of their number of best, worst, and MVPs. I do have one unmentioned uh, that I want to bring up, uh, and that is Moltor. Oh, Moltor didn't get any points? You never gave him any points. The closest we got was, like, all of the villains standing around, but that ended up being a story uh, worst, I think. Uh, And then the other one is Skeletex getting a hate MVP from Josh. (laughs) <laughs> well, i don't remember that <laughs> hey who's hey which who was skeletex uh it was life camera dax <laughs> no it's not bone mom then that was the no. one that tanner was on uh i'll just take everyone's word for it that there was a skeleton monster in that one <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, so the comment exchange on here was Mr. Danger said, okay, this was kind of a goof answer. They both said Dax, and then Josh explicitly said Scalatex. So it's not wrong, but come on. <laughs> uh, to which I replied, uh, at least it'll be funny when we get to the end of the season and I have to bring this shenanigan up. <laughs> uh, to which Mr. Danger uh, requests, sir, explain yourself. Who, me? Yes, you. Yeah, Josh, I- remember a thing from episode 10 of this <laughs> Man, season. I don't know. Any one thing. I don't even know who Skeletex is. <laughs> Someone you didn't like that you gave an MVP uh, to. Well, then I'm sure that they did good work um, in a bad gonna, way. Hold on. I'm going to get to the bottom of this really quick. Okay. My. We. Okay. We both worsted Andrew just being mean. Josh MVP'd Skeletex. I MVP'd Dax. Tanner. Get the best was. Saving the director as an act of pure heroism. Worst was Dax and Rose getting punched at the end. And then MVP was that. So I guess... I guess Skeletex... Who is this guy? 
just sucked the best, I guess, because I don't. I also can't. I don't remember the only monster I remember from that episode were when Camdor turned like a a camera and a speaker into monsters, and I thought that was sort of it for monsters in that one. If I were to guess, I love that the start of this discussion was about how Maltor got forgotten and never received any points, and we're still still not talking talking about him. No. Poor Moltor, he deserved better. Not a lot better, but yeah, you know, maybe <laughs> At least one. something. Yeah, why is nothing loading on? Here we go. <laughs> oh, because you're on Ranger no, Wiki, I'm the worst on website. Morphin Legacy, thank you. Uh, it's not giving me anything. It shows me is. a picture. It's a cool T Rex with armor on. I've never seen this monster in my life. <laughs> I don't know this man. And I'm sorry, I don't know who this man is. I, I will fully admit I might be misremembering this episode. Oh no, uh, Benny, so- I don't think it's you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are we oh are we done blasting Josh and Moltor? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so going into the people who actually got points this season, uh we're starting way at the bottom with negative seven points. Uh, you know him and hate him. It's Flurious. Yeah, yeah, no one deserves it more. That guy's the worst. He's so bad. I like. I don't know how nobody on the show was like, should we do something else with him <laughs> instead of have him be terrible the whole time? And it, I don't know. That's on Boost. Boost just really loved Flurious, <laughs> I guess. He exclusively got worse. There was nothing to bring him up. Just seven worse. Across <laughs> no the whole redeemable season. qualities. Uh, which is the tray of <laughs> monsters. <laughs> uh, at least the Gold Ranger looked cool. Yeah. Looked cooler when it was Jason. <laughs> it looked cooler when it was Jason. Uh, but a little different from Flurious is uh, Andrew, who got negative four points. Which would have been exclusively six worse, but then he got an MVP in the very last episode to bring him to negative four. From whom? Was it me? <laughs> did I do did that? I do yes, that? Jake, you did. <laughs> did <I> do that? <laughs> yeah, MVP, Jake. Hey, right, go for him. I'll take my word for it. I trust me. <laughs> Speaking of, did I do that? I was on a, a, a podcast pretty recently called Jumping the Shuttle, which is. A, a podcast where um, pe- some people watch Family Matters backwards, <laughs> and and I so I I watched episode ninety nine, which was like three seasons in because they go they was started at the end where yeah. apparently Urkel goes to space, I guess, and it was he he's Urkel says something that wasn't did I do that, but it was like similar, and I was like, have I been misremembering Urkel's catchphrase for my entire life? But then later in the episode, he did say did I do that? It was just. Uh, <laughs> A special treat. He's for just me. like, is that something I did? It was something like, look what you did, or something like that. But it was like the same feeling as, did I do that? And I was like, did I? Am I Mandela affected? Did I jump into a different universe? Or the the much less likely answer, am I forgetting something? Um, two more before we get to Rangers. Both of them got two worse, giving them negative two points. Uh, it is Sentinel Knight and Camdor. Yeah, I seems, I that trust right. that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, if anything, I feel like maybe we went a little too easy on Sentinel Knight because he doesn't show up very often for the first half. And then he rears his ugly, ugly head um, and just ruins everything he touches as hard as he can. 
terrible character. Yeah, I thought he was going to end up with more worse, uh, but it just ended up being two. And then Camdor's two worse were both being mean to yeah. uh, Miratrix because yeah. he deserved it. He was awful. Terrible in that episode. Terrible, he had like, potential, and then they just made him awful. And... Yeah, like because it started so like cool because they were like partners. And like it worked, and then they were like, "No, I don't think, uh, I don't think we're gonna do that. I think what we're gonna do is gonna be much worse." <sighs> yep. <laughs> but finally, getting into our Rangers, um, tied for number ten is Bridge and Xander with one point each. Hey, go for Bridge and Xander from this season. <laughs> but it was get... it was one of those group bests. Did we, I was gonna say we had to group best old Rangers. <laughs> it has to be because because I was like, and I know I know who got a little higher up <laughs> for the course of the. Uh, well, next that. time we do this, I'm gonna have to specifically say I best the old Rangers, but not Bridge. R- yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I I love that Xander once again got a point just for being a part of the group because that was most of his uh, deal last season. <laughs> <laughs> Xander's here too. He's a real team player, man. Xander, I'm a team player. Bly. I think his last name is Bly. I might be making that up. I don't usually write that down. I don't know. I feel like sometimes I know their last names and sometimes I don't. And sometimes I I, I just give them last names that I feel like they should have. <laughs> sometimes they don't even have one. So. Sometimes they don't get them. Andros does not mm. have a last name because he's oh, yeah. an alien. You know it's which alien. Andros it is. There's not another one. <laughs> there weren't five Androses in his class that year. But I also feel like it's like Samurai or Megaforce where it's... they just... <laughs> this is Gia and Jake. I think I think Megaforce, <laughs> they don't get last names. Also, it's really funny because I think in um, Samurai, there's, there's Mia and Emma. Yep. And then the next season, or there's Gia works. and Emily. And it's like, did someone not erase <laughs> the whiteboard? Like... I think Emma and Gia are mega force. Emma and Gia. Okay. Well, it's uh, yeah. It doesn't see whichever way you cut it, but it's just <laughs> funny that they like wrote down like here's some name ideas, and then someone just like didn't write, didn't erase all of the ones <laughs> for the one before, and they're like, we got rid of the first letter. That's probably Gia, right? And then M- Emma. Yeah, that's fine. We'll do that. No one will notice. Don't give them last names so. though. And those are the seasons with the Mickey Mouse roll call. <laughs> Oh God! Do they do like a like a Gia, Emma, J- like those things are gonna be <laughs> Troy, so weird. during the and the, during and the, the theme song, one. the ugly one. <laughs> <laughs> I said other one, but ugly one works too. I guess that's from that's from a a web thing. Um, yeah, Teen Girl Squad. Teen I've Girl Squad. It. Yeah. <laughs> Which I haven't seen. I only know that from Cassidy saying it on Sequinox. That's no. so. That's how I know that. It's just Cassidy going the ugly one. <laughs> so our ninth ranked ranger is Tyson with two points, which is also how many Norg got. Oh, Tyson and Norg, I feel like are uh, are pretty equal as yeah. far as yeah. character growth goes. Yeah, if any two characters are going to just walk off into the desert together, it's probably those I mean, two. they kind of did. Norg just walked out from nowhere <laughs> with, uh, what's her name? With uh, Bella. Bella. I was like, Beth Allen. <laughs> the human person, <laughs> Beth Allen. And then Tyson was just like, I'll find her later. And then she was there and he's like, oh, cool. <laughs> Bella. <laughs> Yep. He oh, Tyson weird. ended up with Man, four worse. Want... 
I just want one Disney season to just like really stick it at the end. <laughs> just, I mean, I think we're asking kind of a lot here. <laughs> the best one so far is what Mystic Force. Mystic Force, yeah. but even that, like the the humans and the and the like mystic mystical creatures coming together as if there was some sort of war between them the whole time. It's like doesn't make any sense, but it's so cool that I don't care. And I do like the end of uh, Dino Thunder, but I'm just a sucker for for something ending with a prom. <laughs> I have opinions, but I won't share them for the upcoming seasons. I'll wait. Okay. <laughs> All right. Keep uh, it in. Tied for seventh is Tori and Kira with three points. As it should yes. be. <laughs> Tori and Kira better than ties on <laughs> easily. <laughs> easily. They're two episodes. They're two bad episodes. They're better than ties on. <laughs> They got MVPs and then the group best, uh, so three points. Oh, that's good. I think the literally the best part of that episode of those two episodes, aside from like them just finding a mystical warrior statue in the woods, which I think is very neat. Like <laughs> it's just like, hey, here's here's Kira and Tori. You like that, right? <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah, clearly. I mean, they picked pretty rangers to come back. That is that is like the prettiest, like one of the prettiest combinations of Power Rangers they could have gotten out of uh, all those different colors. I think the only thing that like and like nothing against Bridge, he's a handsome man, but it was supposed to be apparently it was supposed to be uh, Brendan McLaren. But he had recently broken up with Emma Lahana and didn't want to be filming with her. So that's why it's Bridge and not Jack. It's so weird how stuff like that has affected the grand lore of Power Rangers in general now. <laughs> right. <laughs> so weird but i'm also glad that jack doesn't go back to being a cop because him not being a cop at the end was such a satisfying end i mean yeah but they could just plucked him out of anywhere because he's they're already going to the future True. for no yeah. god reason anyway <laughs> they could just start back before he quit just go back and pick him up right after episode eight or whatever he's oh you got a birthday now come help some power rangers but why so so hang on it was supposed to be jack it's supposed to be Jack, yeah. But him and Emma Lahana broke up. Yeah. But at the end, but why was it at Sky then? Because they, I guess they just couldn't get a hold of him. <laughs> or he might, like, he actually is one of the, the like, few that, like, has, like, consistently worked, I think. So he might have been mm, filming. That's true. Probably an ABC Good family rom-com, but, like, yeah. still, he, you know, doing something. Um, or they just, much like Rocky in Wild Force, couldn't get a hold of him. They yeah. just they just couldn't find him because he was moving or whatever. <laughs> Four points is Miratrix, uh, which were both very early on for her, and then she just got nothing else the rest of the season was MVPs. It's not her fault. That's not her fault. Yeah, <laughs> that's on that's on Operation Over. Because I remember those first like that first stretch of what ten episodes. I was like, every time this girl shows up, I'm gonna best her MVP her because she's great. <laughs> and then you did it twice. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I think the problem is we came up with like immediately both of us were like, oh, is she like a rival treasure hunter? Oh, it's going to be cool. And then like, it, no, she's a bad guy. So I mean, technically, yeah, she's a rival treasure hunter, but she's like a villain. And then instead of them doing anything with like her being a rival treasure hunter, she would just like show up in places before them a couple mm -hmm. times. And <laughs> that was it. Yeah. She should have been the big bad she should have said she turned into an owl and then got stuck in a gem and now she's just in a cabinet in a cave somewhere forever so because i don't even think the rangers remember that she's there 
I don't think they know that she's there. They never I, went They don't there. know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Will did. Will might know where it is, but, like, at the end, he was like, she's gone. So is Camdor. We won. <laughs> Net positive. And I was like, actually, um, not really. Hold on. Let's go back she a little was... bit. She was a person. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think that face villains should always, like, get a turn at the end to become heroes or support well, characters no, or i don't want them but, to like i don't want rita to end up a good guy <laughs> but they set her up for it like with her connection yeah, with dax yeah. and then her connection with will like she was so and then you know uh, what's his face have already blocked it out just being awful to her they set her up to get that heel turn yeah. and then they just but it's it's not even like it wasn't even like when she got that power and turned into the owl monster, they destroyed the monster. It was like yeah. she got trapped in a gem and is stuck there forever. Yeah. <laughs> and like that is treated as a good thing. It's like in <laughs> Jurassic World where that one woman who is just like career driven got a completely devoured like and a, obliterated a by some monster. <laughs> Everyone's like, that was the yeah. right outcome for her. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yeah, she's like, I want to focus on my career, <laughs> so and, and everyone's like, I think you should be eaten by pterodactyls. Oh, <laughs> uh, but also, also in that episode, and I know this was not in the script. I know it wasn't in the script of that episode. But there, both moments where she is like in the like, yeah. like from the outside, this looks like a an abusive relationship moment. Ronnie and Rose both see this and react the same way, which is, yeah. uh oh, she's in trouble. And then the episode's like. No, she's a bad person and deserves it. And like that's literally the moral of that episode. Yeah. And it sucks. Oh, yeah. It's like what is worse yeah. than fridging your women characters to improve your male character's storyline? It's fridging them for for nothing. No reason. <laughs> Almost cursed, I got so mad. <laughs> okay. Something happy. Yeah, I do all the time. Yeah, I just I don't I, in this podcast I try not to curse. So I just like using the word putty because it's funny. Uh, but that makes me mad. <laughs> Anyways, happy things. Adam is sixth with five points because, of course, he got an MVP in both of his episodes. Of course, he's Adam. Right. <laughs> Adam Dan Park. What's he gonna? You know, <laughs> I the the only problem with this is that now if we total, oh no, never mind. It wasn't his total because him and Cat were tied for total points in one season, not overall. Right. So, but if it was overall, he definitely has more points than her now because <laughs> of yeah. that. Yeah, I have another tab. It's hidden, but I have another tab that is totaling all the points they get in a season and then comparing it to your Ranger list and mine to see how close they are. But that's like uh, the Morphin Grid is over and we need to do some hiatus episodes. Yeah, that's that's when we catch up. We'll do, we'll do that. <laughs> before before we loop and start over. Before we start over. And then we can finally rank the first three seasons of the triples to show up the class. <laughs> yeah. Okay, above Adam with six points collectively uh, are the Fear Cats. I just put them all together. They're, look, the the show cannot be asked to figure out what their what the differences between any of them are. So, like, I think it's fine that they are all the, they are all under the same. And category. I will say, uh, uh, Krazar is that her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got half of those points. She got three points by herself, and she wasn't one of the main Fear Cats. <laughs> Uh, to be fair, one of those points was actually Beth Allen, but it was Beth Allen being Krazar pretending to be Vela. So the Fear Cats got that right, point. Right. So this whole section is just very strange. <laughs> That's hard to do, though. Like, if you think about it as like an actor, you have to pretend to be someone 
pretending to be someone else and you have to make that clear like distinctly and then later this is the trick you're gonna have to pretend to be that person that they're pretending to be but for real this time and that has to be different too it's tricky acting so, is hard actually acting is hard like in i don't know if have either of you seen arrival the amy adams movie no no the when aliens come big aliens come she has to like she's a linguist she has to like figure out how to communicate with oh, them no, yeah i did see it it's good there is a point where amy adams has to make up a new emotion like she has to <laughs> invent how to show a new emotion and she didn't even get a nomination that year <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> anyway who's next <laughs> uh, so uh into our core rangers our fifth ranked is will with eight points okay tyson got four worse and then will got three worse um and then he just he didn't get a lot throughout the season uh, but my question for you all is in your ranger rankings uh where was will compared to dax uh dax is definitely above will yeah i think we had will okay. last i i feel like i don't know i don't know john i don't want to put words in your mouth but i feel like this is a dax defense podcast at this point <laughs> um he got a lot of guff just in general and i was like i don't i don't think he's bad i like dax <laughs> I'll tell you, I can tell you where Dax is just off the top of my head. He's right below bridge. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. I remember the discussion. Uh, oh. Let's let's see. Will is at number 65 on the list and Dax is at 46. <laughs> and that's okay. There's no uh, overdrive Rangers in between the two of them. But Dax is right below bridge because as much guff as I have given bridge, he is ultimately a better character than Dax. But I do think I like Dax more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't think Dax gets a lot of depth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Dax was the fourth-ranked Ranger with 12 points. Uh, and what I thought was interesting was Dax only gets mentioned, like, he only gets points uh, in eight episodes for a total of 12 points versus Will, who got eight points for being mentioned 10 times. <laughs> so, like, uh, and part of that was Will getting so many of the worst versus Dax actually getting, like, a lot of, like, MVP and a best. There was one episode where he got both bests and the MVP for a total of four points, which is, you know, very high in this uh, system that I built. Yeah. Uh, there was a point like later in the season where they were like, oh, it turns out Dax is the emotional core of the of the team. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. I like that they did that. Yeah, I, I definitely turned around on Dax when I realized that he was an Asian American actor dealing with all of the like issues of being an asian american actor and like that was a very compelling story that then like just kind of fizzled out halfway through the season yeah that then andrew's like no because i said so because <laughs> i'm because i suck uh, uh, and then one point above dax with 13 is spencer who is also very similar where he only got eight episodes uh, of points and then ended up with just one more than dax Spencer's good. Spencer's a a, a good character. Asterisk. There yeah. were a couple uh bumps some early worse. on <laughs> where he just is like, "What if I do a Jamaican accent?" And I was like, "I don't know. What if you didn't do it though? Let's try that thought experiment out instead." <laughs> I I w- they used it a couple times, and maybe it's better that they use it sparingly. But I wish they leaned in more to the master of disguise element of his character. Mm-hmm. They I feel like they front loaded a lot, and then they did yeah. it in the um the thor episode where he pretends to be ronnie pretending to be yeah. freya 
and then I don't think he did it again. I, I think that was the last it. one. It was his master. It was his masterpiece. I guess that's the one to go out on. Like how do you? Yeah, exactly. Like where do you go from there? But because he, he was like he was like the guy hanging from the building, and he was Lady Pemblebrooks Methington with the fifth or whatever. And then I think he did maybe one more before um, Ronnie as Freya. And then they were like, "We did it." Yeah. That's the top of the mountain. <laughs> Not going, not going anywhere from there. So we only have three rangers left, and no other characters. Um, so I'm curious how you think uh, the last three are ranked for points. I think Rose is probably next, and then I genuinely can't tell if Mac or Ronnie gets I, higher. Uh, so, look, I know how I feel about Ronnie. But I do feel like the way we <laughs> talked about him at the end of the episodes, I feel like Rose might outpoint her. Uh, so I'm I'm going to go ahead and tell you three and two because I want to talk about them together. Okay. Uh, so our third ranked ranger this season was Ronnie with 18 points and then Rose really? with 19. Okay. Ooh, that's close. <laughs> that's that's so that is not indicative of how we put them on the list um because yeah. we have rose at 35 and ronnie at 22 <laughs> so this is a this is a pro ronnie space that we have created here <laughs> i will fully admit i i don't get it i bet the difference maker was the good hoops <laughs> look there the hoop are you kidding me with the hoops <laughs> so rose so actually, the difference maker was Ronnie using her super speed to climb straight up the air. Oh, she got a worst for that. <laughs> she got a worst for that. Oh, yeah. She like ran up the ghost of the net that was falling or something. <laughs> she used uh, she used recall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, she, <laughs> an unknown uh, bonus power that she had, but they were otherwise very similar there were like two episodes where they both got three points there was like two episodes where they both got two points and then a whole bunch of ones and it, the difference was ronnie got an extra worst <laughs> but otherwise it was the same that's funny so i just found that very interesting that they were so close together but yeah i do feel like you all had much stronger feelings than what showed up in the points well, um, but I <laughs> Ronnie is OK, but I just I do not see what you all see in her. Uh, well, <laughs> well, look, and, um, and it's not it's not just her being pretty. It's you no. all talking about her acting, too. Yeah, you saw I, yeah. stuff in her performance that I did not see. I genuinely love that for the like outside of like a couple like strays here where they were like, I don't know. No characterization doesn't matter. Just do whatever you want with it. Cause they do that every season with every character, at least once, you know, where they just like, now you're a different person. But like, she was so consistently like supportive, fun, older sister to like everybody, but especially Mac that like, it really landed for me. Cause there's like, there's points where she's like, you know, he's like mad about something or whatever. And she's like, Hey, just suck it up. Like, cause she, she's not like, like oh let's talk about you know but she's just like a fun older sister and like i think it really really worked for me yeah and she her accent terrible could not hide and save her life most of the time absolutely maybe the worst <laughs> of the season um i but... don't know why they bother i i would not be <laughs> upset about having characters from other countries as rangers i don't know why they have to try to all make them Americans. i think the, I think the, the problem is that this would have been what five seasons in a row now where everyone had australian accents so and maybe that wouldn't have landed with american kids as yeah. much 
Yeah, well, yeah, I think that's probably is that this is a like primarily this is first going to America. Like this is going, yeah. this is a you know an like, American do I production. Care? Now, yeah. no, <laughs> no, I. But like, if you and, and I think especially if everybody would just use your regular accent and not try to hide it, I feel like like some uh some executive would have been like, no one can understand these people. It, you know, do you sometimes would have some like Heim not Heim Saban, but whoever was in charge in the disney era would have just Bob been Iger. like i don't know who it this, was back this then. comes off as a foreign show now because right nobody, yeah because they all have accents yeah. and it's yeah. just like whatever <laughs> whereas like ronnie every once in a while was just like i guess i'm australian today everyone you just gotta <laughs> figure it out uh which makes me really want to hear richard branco's old american How accent where they were like that's so bad don't even try you're australian don't even try it <laughs> how bad was it because even in that season Everyone else was slipping in and out, and his was so bad they were like, "Don't even try." (laughs) Yeah, um, I think this season the best, like, consistent one was Gareth Yun, um, Dax. Like he, like, I feel like I Mm. get there were like one or two moments where I was like, "Oh, there it is!" Like when with Glenn McMillan where he said Bean one time, and I was like, "No one says Ben like that, no matter where you're from in America." (laughs) So like, good try, we got you. You're not perfect. But like I think I, I think Gareth Dunn had like the least I think uh after Ronnie it's probably either um uh Rose or I Mac. think Mac was Mac was pretty bad too. Mac I had a like Max were fun. Andrew was bad. Andrew was so bad that I think anytime Tanner was just used a New Zealish <laughs> accent, like didn't even try. And I don't think it was that bad, but I do think that was funny. Um but like yeah, Max Max were always so funny because it would be like half of a word would be with yeah, an accent yeah. and the other half would not. And it's like, I don't know. I like, I just want to know like what happens when you're doing that to make that happen. Uh, well, despite those slip ups, Mac is our number one Ranger this season. Uh, and he got 25 points, which is pretty good for a first ranked Ranger. That's, that's uh, it was, that's, it was the MVP. He got eight MVPs. Rose got five and Ronnie got four. And you had a lot of the others, they would go through like cold spells where they wouldn't really get a lot of points. But I feel like Mac was pretty consistent throughout the whole season of getting bests and MVPs. He even got, I think, a couple of worsts, but they were still not enough to to bring him down, Um, which makes me happy. I love that Robo Nokia. (laughs) He's he I, I I can't believe I basically called it in episode one that's a <laughs> slam dunk from outer space um, i lost I, my mind <laughs> yeah i i'm glad they did it once it doesn't need to be a thing keeps happening <laughs> yeah i see th- what's really funny is because like coming up in, i think in beef morpher and like with robo knight but robo knight doesn't morph but like the, there's a character in beef morpher who's a robot who morphs into a power ranger and yeah. i think that's stupid i i absolutely <laughs> do not like that but i um, really like that character so i forgive him <laughs> I, look i haven't seen it so maybe the character's good i just don't think that if you already have if you're already like more than human you don't need to morph to get the the more because like that's it takes like regular person into which is also why I don't like having powers outside of the suits because like you don't why do you need to morph then uh, yeah. Kira you can't scream when you're morphed the scream <laughs> seems very effective <laughs> stay just regular and scream at them you know but like 
like Mac being a robot who doesn't know he's a robot, like I think makes that worth it. Like makes that like totally okay to me. It, but like if it, like I just I'm not excited. There's also like in the comics, it's like I'm a big kitty cat, yeah. and I was like, you're huge. Why do you need to morph? What do you need to morph for? You're a huge kitty cat. Like uh, so yeah, you narrowing in on Max whole deal in the first episode absolutely sent me uh, you can ask Tanner there were multiple times this season where I was like I am so dying for them to get to things not said um, multiple times just like I need them to get there they're so close they're so close uh, it was a great payoff I absolutely loved it I think I just I've done enough uh, Kingdom Smarts that I'm really good at being almost right at, <laughs> at at long shot guesses. Yeah, I mean the only thing that we missed was that the the, stone, the jewel yeah. was powering him, which was not which the was case. a better yeah. which should have been because, should have been yeah. But like, why it was just in the sarcophagus that the mummy's the, hanging out in, in the... and he's got a lead box, so we can't find it. That sucks. <laughs> what? Who in the right? I mean, it was probably Boost if I'm if I'm guessing, but who in the right room sitting there's like. We haven't used the mummy all year. What if that's like a huge crux? And then it immediately is evaporated. <laughs> so, so yeah, overall, this Stupid. was setting up a lot of stuff that had great potential. This was an anniversary season, so much potential to do so many great things. And then they just dropped the ball on, I think, everything except for Mac. Which was, in the last By the Numbers, I said there was one storyline I was so excited for you all to get to. It was Max. And then I remembered it's really the only storyline that has a, a satisfying payoff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Too. I would not say this is a Red Ranger-centric season. No. But it is Max's story. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think him getting more MVPs than best like really reflects that. like, um, Or getting a lot of MVPs versus a lot of best. Because like it's easy for the red ranger to get a lot of best and MVPs. Cause like a lot of times it's like the red ranger is in the front doing the most, most stories are about like, especially coming off of mystic force. Um, yeah. but like then having max still just be like a good character. Yeah. And I feel like having him be like the, like the guy who's like, I want to do this. Like, I'm not, I'm, I haven't been doing this thing. Like I want to be included. I want to prove that I can, that I'm supposed to be here. I think really helped with that. Um, and and also like he's less endearing. He's like a he looks like a puppy. Like he looks like a puppy dog, just being like, oh, hey guys, let's go. Happy help. little brother. Yeah. Then there's Dax, who has an interesting story about acting and not getting respect, and that, and then him with uh, Miratrix. Like they have this connection at the beginning that just doesn't go anywhere. Rose had the whole thing about being too smart, but it never, I never fully understood it. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't say that she had that thing more as two episodes thought that that might be a hook of some sort. And I don't think and it they was. don't do anything with it. It's like in mighty Morphin, whenever they would just like ask Billy what something means. That's all. <laughs> yeah. That's all it was with yeah. Rose. It's just like, what's this? She's like, well, I read a book about that thing. I know Morse code since I was four or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and, and apparently she had, deep-seated anxiety over it but it never it like it, yeah yeah you know, it was so frustrating then ronnie and will have characteristics that then don't go anywhere the villains are whole very similar where they they want the coins florius <laughs> is the only one who ends up with a, an ending uh that was completely undeserved or like he had an interesting ending but the ending was undeserved yeah. for him versus everybody else just kind of like fizzling out and disappearing it was so frustrating there's so much potential. Flurius is so terrible because, like, having having him be the final boss after literally 30 episodes of him either 
doing nothing, complaining in a room, standing there basically just deposing in the middle of his like living room <laughs> for 14 episodes straight, immediately giving up every chance he got or yelling at Norg for for no reason like and then to have them be like he's the he's the most bad of them all and like it's just so like undeserved he only has power over norg and i feel like norg also could beat him up just does not want to i mean <laughs> norg beat up like 40 chillers in the last episode and and the only reason is because they like attacked his new friend he was like that is actually the straw you congratulations you found it so i feel like if flurius would have done that we would not have had a finale because they would have been like we gotta find the crown, and Norgan be like, "Oh, I, yeah, it's it's in here." Flores is just dead about it. So, whoops. Yes. Uh, so that is all I've really got for by the numbers. So I guess it's final thoughts, and then we can talk about um, episode titles. Um. Yeah, I have a couple of these are highlighted, and I was gonna ask about that. I I I like I think the number I'm excited to see when you had the MVP sorted out. I like that you like you keep giving yourself more work to do. Yeah. And then this time you like messed up on it so now you have even more more work to do yep. still that's really fun for me um anyway so pretty excited about that uh and psychoanalyzing us and just me tattling on myself it's not like it's a secret right but uh you know. <laughs> well you haven't said the exact words on the podcast before. no like look i know what i'm about son but yeah uh uh it's good i like i like it by the numbers i'm excited i'm excited for next year because i know the same amount about that one that I know about this one, which is basically nothing. It's my second favorite season. I'm terrified you're not going to like it. <laughs> you all well, should be. Definitely not now. You all should be. <laughs> that we, that you, us, two people with no authority, don't like a thing you like. <laughs> the Yeah, I'll get over it. I'll just be sad for a little bit. The only thing I will say about Jungle Fury to prepare you for it is that it is even more serialized. Um, of a story than that operation overdrive in that an episode will end on a cliffhanger. The next episode will start immediately on that cliffhanger, finish that storyline. And in the middle of the episode, start a brand new storyline. That that'll either be really good or really bad. (laughs) (laughs) I liked it. Um, Um, Everyone, everyone who talks about jungle fury says that they either love it or it's like, very underrated and nobody talks about it but i feel like we have like like we have such a weird like confluence of people that i only ever hear good things about it so whenever someone says that nobody talks about it i'm like what for, who's not talking about it? everyone talks about jungle fury from <laughs> what i've seen i'm hoping it's going to be like Lightspeed rescue which is also one of my favorite seasons that like sleeper hit okay i mean look we're uh we're yeah. a, we're a big Lightspeed fan around these parts so uh yeah i'm looking forward to it um let's talk about some of these titles uh so and i asked mr danger to get his opinion okay some of them are highlighted in green and some of them are highlighted in orange so the green ones were uh mr danger's uh favorite episode titles were which was international man of mercury part two now with we motion plus (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then somebody stop me the mask (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one i i'm worried that one doesn't work as well when you read it as when we say it but i still think i still like it yeah uh and then my favorite ones were grave robbing on a ged and final destination (laughs) final destination versus mr magoo those were beautiful Those ones are Final Destination good. versus Mr. Magoo is the crossover movie that I need. 
I feel like look, I I'm legitimately a, want that movie to exist. It does I'm, sound I'm really a, good. I'm a, a no crossover hater, but I feel like Mr. Magoo is basically public <laughs> domain at this point. So you can throw him in whatever. Uh, but him versus him versus the force of death trying to kill him. That would be great. <laughs> It just can't, because he just keeps walking. <laughs> just, it just barely misses him. I also really love the payoff for melts in the cup, not in your hand, and then melts in the cup, not in your mouth either. That was a great payoff. <laughs> it just melts in the cup. Um, in, uh, I think it's uh, 611, that's 3,632 3, degrees Fahrenheit. I literally titled that because I knew the episode picture was going to be a picture of the thermometer at 2000 degrees Celsius. So I, that's why that is literally reverse engineered. I don't do that a lot, but so, sometimes you gotta. All right. Thanks for doing this, Benny. We will see you next time. We might see you before next time. Uh, I have to let several people uh, fist fight over right. episodes, but until then, may, may the, the power, power protect you. Oh, can I? So, <laughs> Mad Scrawlings from Elskatonic University is <laughs> so there. So in Lovecraft lore, there's Miskatonic University, which yep. is where everyone goes insane because that's where they study Cthulhu stuff. Which is you would think that after a while they would be like, we shouldn't do this. Um, but Elskatonic University is not me misremembering it. It is literally something that <laughs> someone wrote on, a, on something at work when Josh and I worked at Walmart. Oh, yeah. He wrote um, electronics very wrong. And it, so was, we, it was, I think we were clearancing out display TVs. And so he was typed out a sign that said, please ask electronics associate for assistance. But it said, please ask Elsatonics associate. <laughs> <laughs>